Give me the phone. Okay, Have we started yet? I did. I started recording. <laughs> well, you didn't start the timer yet. No, I did not. One. Uh huh. You say two. Oh, two. Three. Go. Okay, you say four. Oh wait, no, no, we started. What? I started. What was that? <laughs> Who starts on four? What the heck? Most all of our right, songs. All together, ready. One, two, three, go. Four. Okay. Oh my gosh. What? That is. I don't understand why that's so hard for us to do that. I think it's who just starts. Well, okay, everybody together on four. You ready? <laughs> it just One, gives you that extra two, second to be three, four. Four. No, nobody does that. Well, no. you normally say go. No. On four. Yeah, but you're actually going on four. Like so you're actually four. <laughs> you're a golfer. <laughs> what? Don't they yell four? No, what does that have to ball? do with this? What they say yes. four. So you're not in your head swinging? One, two, okay. three, Okay, welcome four. to the show, everyone. Nacho Average Podcast, the show where we talk about fantasy football and eat nachos and apparently golf now, somehow. Bro, like, yeah, I, I know golf. Yeah, yeah, you do. Tiger Woods is <laughs> golfer. Today is Wednesday, October 30th. Are you sure? <laughs> it is 30th. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's because I wrote October 30-erd. Third? 30-erd. 30-erd. me off for a second. <laughs> Nachos today are from Choo Choo Barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> we are struggling. We are struggling. No, do we need to start over? Choo Choo Barbecue. Choo Choo Barbecue today. And Hickson. And Hickson. I don't know if they're all tied to each other, so that's why are. I'm specifying Hickson. Yeah. Because there's it's one in, good. Like, up chat or whatever. You got the brisket nachos. Yeah, no, no, they were good. They were um, really good. I, th- I was a fan. I, yeah, I, they were thicker chips. Yep. No integrity issues. No, no integrity issues. We got fried pickles again. It was good. That was a good call. Fair, are those still upstairs? Do you, where'd, where where'd did you, I put those? You took them <laughs> home. Are I they in them. your car? It might be my car. Oh. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Stinky. Or did I leave them? I think I, I left them. Did Anyways. Did you leave them on the table? I don't remember. Anyways, yeah. So they were, but it, I was. I thought about this the more after I left with those nachos. Like the toppings of the, of them were not. Eh. Yeah, it, it was it like wasn't anything the barbecue special. was great. The barbecue sauce was good. It felt like there was queso. There was on ke- the plate right. underneath, underneath the chips. In the, the queso most was good. unhelpful place for them yeah. to be. And then there was like salad salad lettuce on top with shredded cheese, unmelted shredded cheese. Yeah. So that, I think that kind of brought it down a little bit. they stopped by the salad bar, and throw some it on there, and, and then went shredded cheese on the barbecue there. was great. It was very good. That was good. The Choo Choo has some good barbecue. Yeah. But, not uh, a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. We got a lot to get to in today's show. We got a lot of updates to go th- uh, go through. Uh, mm-hmm. We got some trades. Actually, Jordan has trades. That's really... <laughs> it's the Jordan Wood... I did, of, I did a lot of. I did a Tradable trade of the week. A lot of work this week. Yeah, we got the micro free sit of the week. Yeah, we and do. then a little would you rather segment, a little different than the last one that I did with Josh Roden while you were on vacation. I'm this excited. is going to be a rest of season. Yeah, would yeah. you rather? It'll be good. And then um, if we got time, we'll get into the week nine preview. So yeah, yeah. Why don't we jump into the uh, league <gasps> updates? A lot of stuff. Not as active as we thought the show would be, considering the trade deadline no. just passed. No, which is a little disappointing. Uh, but we got some injury news. Uh, some significant, maybe insignificant signings, uh, but once you take us through, yeah, uh, I mean, we we, we we had the the NFL trade deadline on, right. on Tuesday yesterday at yeah. four. They ESPN literally devoted like a four hour show to this, right? And in the entire show, I think one trade happened. I think that's it. Shefty like, with all nine of his phones. Shefty, yeah, he at least there. had three on the table yeah. of what I counted. Yeah. But it was really funny to watch him just randomly leave the set and be like, hello. Um, yeah. So there there wasn't a lot of things that actually happened to the trade down. A lot of talk. A lot of, yeah. we're probably going to move this player. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of fielding phone Almost calls. all of the Jets were traded. Yeah, all of them. Adam yeah. Gase was just like, I didn't want Who these people. Want? <laughs> so throw him out there. I don't care. So honestly, we'll just we'll just start. There's there's a lot of actual news updates, mm. but Arizona, one of the trades that happened, 
Cardinals reached an agreement with the Miami Dolphins for running back Kenyon Drake. What? Is that a special noise? Yeah, not bad. Is that just to let us know we yep. did good? Yep. That was um, well done. <laughs> point. Yes. Uh, 2020 uh, draft pick for uh, Miami, and they send Kenyon Drake over to Arizona. Um, I mean, Does this, this make you more nervous for DJ. This, this, I think you react to this in two ways. Okay. Um, like we have the updates now. Chase Edmonds pulled hamstring, right. um, likely out a few weeks. Okay. They had like the other backup guys in there, Zinner, mm-hmm. whoever. DJ doubtful for the game, which is tomorrow night. Honestly, yeah, he hasn't practiced. I, I just seriously doubt him playing. He is quote unquote day to day, but we've seen Kingsbury play that game already this year. I I think you look at this as there's something more serious going on with Johnson that they aren't telling us yet. Sure. Or they're just, I don't know. They just don't think he has what it takes to, to last all year longer. Yeah. I, I don't see this as a good thing either way for David Johnson. That's what makes no. me nervous. Like if David Johnson goes on IR, I don't think anybody's necessarily going to be like shocked about yeah. it. Like we've we've seen him struggle over the last couple of weeks. Right. Uh, he was a healthy, all all basically a healthy scratch last week. Right. Like. Well, it makes you wonder ago. too. Like, what else is there? More roster things happening. Like, are are there more team things happening? You see, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, is this like, is is Johnson unhappy? Is he saying he's hurt and he just doesn't want to play? Is you know what I'm saying? So like, I don't yeah. feel like any of that's the case. I mean, I feel like they're not that disjointed. Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't it, think they're as terrible as they were last year. Yeah. If you so, if you have a healthy David Johnson and Chase Edmonds, you don't make this move. No. So I think there's a little bit of play into it. The fact that Edmonds went out and DJ wasn't weeks. full health. Yeah. So I, there's a part of me that believes, yay. I think DJ will come back, yeah. not this week, but next week, full strength. Get about 10 good days of just rest because they play Thursday. And then the following week, next week, they'll play on a Sunday. Yeah. So he'll get a good 10 days to just recuperate. Yeah, I, 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 I think I'm really hoping that's the direction we're going as the right. David Johnson owner. But I'm honestly, I'm, I doubt it. I'm, I'm a little nervous that right. Kenyon's not here for a much bigger role than we think he is. Yeah. Um, other injury news. Sorry, Denver fans. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Your bad I don't know. season just got worse. They might have. They might be kind of okay with it. Flacco. Yeah. Um, injured his neck, which is that's always you kind of dangerous. That, you yeah. don't want to see that kind of stuff. But out five to six weeks. He is getting a second opinion, but at the time being, this is we still have five to six weeks on the docket here. Brandon Allen will get his start against the the Browns. Boy, won't that be a fun yeah. game? <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I did want to. I want to get your opinion here. Um, you know, there obviously there still is the potential of Drew Locke, who was their 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 draft pick this this right. year, but immediately went to IR before the season started. He is eligible to come back. So when he does, it'd be it's going to be interesting to see. Like, do they let those two kind of fight it out this year yeah. to see what they maybe have next year? Yeah, I, it's it's. I'm hard pressed to think that this could be it for Flacco. I don't yeah, know. Like don't, he hasn't been impressive. Right. If if not anything, maybe he's back in a backup role next year. So but. he came in and you may have to double check me on this. I'm pretty sure he came in the same year as Ryan, Matt Ryan. Let's find they out. They came in because it was the whole thing was who was going to win a Super Bowl first and Flacco beat him to it. Um, yeah, which I forget that he won he's one. Won a Super Bowl. That was the whole deal with the lights went out and whatever and anyways. Um yeah, I just I don't see if Flacco retired after this, after this season, maybe one more announced he was retiring and went through his whole like you know farewell season, whatever, that wouldn't really surprise me. Um, and then of course you're gonna have the Brandon Allen Drew Lock competition going going forward. This is one of those things that I'm just kind of like meh, you know, it's my meh moment and update of all this. Um, you know, you, you're even asking about Cameron Sutton a little bit. I, I mean, with Emmanuel Sanders gone now, Sutton, Cortland. Cortland, it. I said it again, did I? You've done that twice. Dang it. Cortland. Cortland Sutton. Justification for Josh because yeah. he, he yeah. did. And when Josh did correct you, as I'm listening to the podcast, yeah. I went, huh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Like, Cortland. Felt better. Cortland Sutton. His less experienced cousin, Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Never mind. He's not um, in the NFL. No, he's not. Um, 
But I like I don't. You got to throw it to the guy who's the best receiver. Sutton's your best been there. He's, he's going to get the targets. Consistent. Yeah, I mean, you just you want to. You're going to have to watch. I'd be apprehensive to start him. The Browns yeah. are an okay matchup to start him against, but with the backup QB, yeah. it's like. But are you like the backup QBs and maybe taking reps with right. the twos and the three? Right. Like he's he not throwing necessarily throwing to Sutton all the time. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to watch. And I think Sutton right now is. Is he a wide receiver one? He's either like fringe one territory two, you know, wide receiver yeah. two territory. He's he's very close to being a one. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects him. Um, this is sad. I, I I love JJ Watt. I think he's a he's yeah. just a good old swell guy. Um, defensive end for the uh, Houston Texans made a made a sack actually or a tackle for loss and then yeah. came up real funny. Oh, well. Tore his pec yeah. muscle. Um, one one of his pecs, he was torn. He's going to be out the rest of the year. Um, they've yeah, already said, you know, his he's obviously aiming to be back for next year, good and go, good and ready to go for and to be healthy. But here's here's what I want to bring this up at. Um, I think a lot of people are going to go, oh, is is Houston now a defense you can you can play? You know, mm-hmm. are they are they not as they weren't they weren't good with good them in there. beforehand. Yeah. So yeah, just that's like, true. hear hear that make. Maybe they're good because they're getting sacks and your league gives you points for sacks and stuff like that and or interceptions, but mm. the Texans average five fantasy points a week. <laughs> so they're nothing fancy in yeah. the first place. So losing J.J. Watt, it's if only, make, only just you know worse. makes them a little bit yeah. easier to play against. So yeah. I, I wouldn't really be panicking playing yeah. against them anyway. Um, oh, this this was sad. Yeah, this... <laughs> This was mean. This is, yeah, this, this was, was not uh, necessary. Yeah. They're off this week. The <laughs> the Bengals. What a bunch of jerks. Yeah. The Bengals have made it official. They are benching Andy Dalton and making Ryan Finley their starting quarterback. It was a decent quarterback in NC State. They they chose yes yesterday Tuesday. They mm-hmm. chose yesterday to announce this. On Andy Dalton's birthday. Maybe they thought he'd be distracted and wouldn't take it as hard. <laughs> on his freaking birthday. Yeah, that's, they that's, said, Andy, that's up. Andy, Andy, happy birthday. Got you can something take the for next you. two weeks off. <laughs> We're going to give you some time off to celebrate. Happy birthday. Here's extra time off. <laughs> it's just so mean. Yeah, They're that's... off this week. They could have waited until today. Yeah, that's it's true. not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, I honestly think they made the news just in case they could get some trade bait sure. fodder for, uh, for yeah. their, what's his face over there, Dalton. Um, but yeah, so I mean, question wise, honestly, going forward, we'll talk about this a little bit later. Tyler Boyd, AJ Green, Tyler Eifert. Like, what, is, what does this look like for our receivers, Auden Tate? You know, like, yeah. what do we feel. Like, is this better? I, like, I don't know. Like, Dalton it really, hasn't necessarily been fantastic. Yeah, but, I mean, it obviously hasn't hurt a lot of fantasy production. Maybe for Eifert, but, I mean, Tyler Boyd's been fine. I mean, he's been sustainable. He the consistent Yeah, he's been the consistent. And regardless of really how Andy Dalton's done, Boyd's been able to catch the ball and get his targets and that kind of stuff. So, I can't imagine it would be worse with <laughs> Ryan Finley. Um, yeah, I think, but, they're obviously, they're, they're trying to see what they have. In their backup yeah. towards the end of the year, yeah. I don't know. I think you might see Dalton potentially get traded or put to the the backup role yeah. as of next year. But I don't know. Maybe they try Finley out for a few yeah. weeks and they're like, My- "Screw this!" But you know, Dalton get back in there. But uh, I I don't think anybody's worried about the Bengals making the playoffs or no. anything. So no. I don't really see I- any reason for them to start Dalton for the rest of the year. No, I don't. I don't. Really, either. My only hesitation with Finley is, and we've seen it with like a Rudolph in Pittsburgh and some other places. You know, like the guys who they're comfortable with that they throw to in practice all the time, mm-hmm. kind of become their safety net a little yeah. bit. And so I'm, I am a little worried to see who else gets a, the target share there minus Tyler Boyd. You know, so that's I, that's my only concern with Tyler Boyd of like, okay, does Finley have a better relationship with one of the other receivers that we don't yeah. really know about, and suddenly that guy breaks out. That's smiling concern. I mean, I I think you've seen it. Uh, I mean, I don't exactly feel like I'm an expert on this, but I think we saw this like at the beginning of the year. We were expecting um, Andrew Luck to be playing and Ty Hilton yeah. to be a top tier receiver. Right. Jacoby came in and did a has done a really good yeah, job has. making really Ty still the number one receiver. Um, I'll just maybe not with the magic that you know Andrew mm-hmm. Luck had. 
But I think you're going to come in and see that, yes, he's probably going to be looking for his safety nets. I actually wouldn't be surprised if Eifert becomes more of a target sure. for him because yeah, of that fair. little drop yeah, down yeah. six, seven yards of, yep. oh, there's my big dude, yep. uh, him and Uzama or whatever. And mm-hmm. But I think you might see him still look for the guys that are consistently yeah. getting open for Dalton are going to keep doing it. Yeah. Separation is separation, yeah. you know. So let's move on to one of the last things. Honestly, a little scary to watch, unfortunately, for Pittsburgh, yeah. who's ha- suffered an- enough yeah. this year. <laughs> they <laughs> like, suffered enough. They've, their injury report is ridiculous. Yeah. It's like all all possible starters in the offense. Yeah. James Conner um, left the game. Uh, was it Thursday? Left the game? Uh, anywho, against the Dolphins. It was, yeah. Left the game, kind of funny, limping, and or. or Excuse me. With his, with his shoulder, he has an AC joint shoulder injury. He is day to day. Everything I've read, he he did not. He was limited today. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, but t- today is typically your rest day. Right. But I think when you're injured, they want you to still be practicing. So yeah. it's good to see. But for um, for Connor, I don't know. Like he was, he's he was the guy here right now. Like yeah. Rudolph's struggling, uh, Juju's struggling. Like yeah. Vance McDonald's nothing. Like yeah. their offense is revolving around Connor, and he's being pretty darn consistent this year. So, what 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 do we do? Do we? Do, I mean, are who else in this backfield are you looking at? The rest of their running backs are also injured. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. uh I think the fact that it's day to day, you kind of have to wait and see who's who's our matchup against this week. Oh goodness! Um, Why did you ask me that? Sorry, I don't have a Steeler on my team. Do I? Uh, they're playing in Indianapolis, the Colts. Mm. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't I don't necessarily think that's a terrible start option, you know. Like, but it like definitely make sure you're checking injury reports, reading does he practice tomorrow, all those kinds of things right. um, before you're starting. I, I mean, I think if he's if he starts, you start him on your team. Let if me correct myself. He did practice fully today. Okay. Sorry. So, that, I mean, that feels even better, um, you know, with this shoulder stuff. I mean, as a running back, you're going to get hit in your shoulders a whole bunch. So, that's a little yeah. worrisome because he may get in, get a couple carries, get hit, come out. So, there's always that possibility. Yeah, but Jaylen, I don't. Samuels probably play a little bit more of a role. Yeah. But anyways, oh, so that's all the updates for this week. Uh, lots of injury news to be taken uh, note of, and so make sure you guys are paying attention to all that kind of stuff. Let's move on to uh, the uh, the Aaron Corcoran can't trade, won't trade, untradeable trade of the week. Jordan, however, was a madman trading I, madman. I subscribe to yesterday also being my trade deadline. <laughs> I, yeah, I, didn't, I was unsure if you knew that like the NFL trade line did not mean... I thought it applied to me. Did you? Okay. <laughs> it doesn't. I felt like Adam Schefter yesterday in the day more than I ever have. <laughs> I felt like I had did multiple, you buy a burner phone? multiple phones. Did you buy a burner I burned phone? a burner account. <laughs> I created a fake Twitter account. You know, I, all the things. But I, I'm looking at myself in the mirror as a three and five team. Yep. <laughs> um... And I just I, I needed to make decisions. Basically, I draft, and the way I play fantasy football is depth, and I want to be able to all my bye weeks not blink twice. Right. I, mean, right. I got my guys. I'm good. I would rather have consistent players that put me 110, 120, like every single week mm-hmm. because on the dips from everybody else, I'm golden and I'm not mm-hmm. worried about it. But this right. year has not turned out that way. Sure. And I've just had things go poorly, and it, it is what it is. It's yeah. fantasy football. It's very hard to predict. So I honestly started a little bit of this last week. We've talked about our trade on, on mm-hmm. air last week. Um, but I, I just decided, look, I've got depth on my bench. I need to start throwing it at people and seeing if I can't get a little bit better talent on my roster. So I did that a lot this week. So, yeah. So you uh, we started with a trade with Ben. Who had Drew Brees coming off an injury? Who he kept had. him. He kept uh, him through the injury. He kept him through the injury. He made a yep. trade with David for Tom Brady. I right. think it was David for mm-hmm. Tom Brady through earlier in the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he kept him on his bench. Yep, um, which was working out well for Ben until he got hurt. Uh, Frank Gore is who you had and traded for. Now, name recognition alone. This sounds like you took advantage of. 
Ben Roland. I recognize Drew or Frank Gore very well. So yes. That's also name recognized. So, but name recognized name, Andrew. But Frank Gore has not had that terrible of a season. Frank Gore has been, albeit boring numbers, decently consistent numbers. Right. Um, you know, he's in the Buffalo backfield. Um, Who is not doing a ton. Devin Singletary, the new hotness. We thought he'd be something this year. He just he hasn't been, and he wasn't. And Frank Gore was just being what he is, and he's just kind of a consistent, right? Okay, back. Um, he's never you know been amazing and flashes and all this stuff, but he's consistent. So I'll quickly go through some of these numbers from week two to week seven. He didn't score below seven points. Yeah. Okay. So that that was. I mean, that's Frank Gore's numbers there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got week one, he had two, and then this past week he had three, um, which you're going to get with him. That's just kind of what happens. Um, I do think, however, me looking at this trade going, these are two kind of bad teams, to be honest. And Easy. these aren't – Easy. Blo- I'm just saying, <laughs> it's the reality of the situation. This isn't Still the tender. rich getting richer. This isn't – No, this is the ben, poor this, getting yeah, somewhat richer. This isn't this – isn't, <laughs> Ben giving up on his season. He has Tom Brady. He had Drew Brees to deal. Yeah. He probably needed a little bit more consistency at running back. Like, I could totally see through that yeah. thought process. So, but again, in name recognition alone, uh, yeah. you're looking at this going, mm, what? So, for, for Ben, and we talked about this, and in Ben's head, he's not, and he said this out loud, there's there's not a week that I'm going to start Drew Brees over Tom Brady. Sure. And I can't fault him for that. No, I would no. still look at matchups or whatever. I sure. think they're about the same. But Brady has been far above yeah. what we expected him to be this year. Yeah. The bro wasn't drafted. Like yeah. We did not expect Brady to be this caliber rece- uh, receiver at nope. all. Quarterback this year. Um, so Brady's been fantastic, and and, and, and Ben got him. I, I mean, I, I grabbed Gore. Ben's team, honestly, just looking at his team, he was struggling with running back. I had running back depth. Sure. He wasn't starting Breeze. So to yeah. him, it was, hey, I can get depth at running back, which is something I need. And he literally started him yep. the very next week. Unfortunately, yep. this is one of a down week. Gore's down weeks. But yeah. yeah, I mean, Gore has been nothing but just a, you know, a consistent guy that you Low can. Low RB2. He's not going to throw in your flex when you need ruin to. Ruin your week, but he's not going to make yep. it necessarily yep. either. Yeah. Yep. So that happened. Right. So let's move on to the other trade, which I actually think is a really was a really good trade uh, for on Thank you. both your sides. Um, I think so. Mike, you traded with Micah. You gave him AJ Green, Juju, and Marlon Mack yes. for Zeke and Sterling Shepard. Yes. Zeke's having a pretty decent year. Uh, AJ is kind of the big question mark coming back, but has the high ceiling of potentially a wide receiver one. Uh, Juju, I think, is coming around, and Marlon Mack, as we all know, is, is a solid running back as well. Yeah. So, I, I mean, there's a few things here. Um, I actually acquired Marlon Mack and Juju from David last right. week. Right. Gave him Tevin Coleman and John Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was that perspective of our keeper league rules is that mm-hmm. we keep them in the round they were drafted. Right. Juju's a seven. Marlon Mack is a six. Um, I think AJ Green is a fifth round pick. So Mike, I texted Mike the other night and I just said like, hey, what would yeah. would you be interested in moving Zeke? What would you want? And uh, he basically told me he was like, I'm, you know, I'm starting to think about next year a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to see what my keepers might be in keeper situations. He was like, I feel confident keeping Mahomes again, and Zeke is probably my only other keeper, you know. So like, it would take that. And so I sent him a list of like, this is what I have. This is when you would keep him. And so he came back with Juju, Marlon Mack, and 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 AJ Green for Zeke, which is steep. Yeah. Um, but an unperf- an underperforming, underperforming Juju Marlon, who's you're not a consistent keep him. running back two, and next year. and then AJ Green, who still hasn't played yet to this right. year. Um, he's Taking on a, a he's on a, space for you. He'll he'd be yeah. a, he'll be a free agent next year too, which I think is a good thing for AJ Green sure. to get out of yeah, Cincinnati yeah, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought of all people he might get traded, but he didn't. It it just made sense, and so right. I told him to throw on Sterling Shepard so I'd have someone to start this yeah, week. Yeah, you kind of hit by apocalypse this week, didn't I you? I did. I did. Um, this was this is my roughest bye weeks, uh, by weeks, by apocalypse week. But next week is even worse. There's six teams off, by the way. So, uh, yeah, I was just like, throw me Sterling so I have someone to start. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it worked out, and yeah. he was, like, happy to do it. That's the fastest trade I've ever had happen. Yeah. It's about 30 minutes worth of work, and 
Usually with Mike, he has to take a few days, days to, yeah, to, think about <laughs> to research, but yeah, I think he's already think, been contemplating yeah. it. Yeah. So then our trade today. We did trade which, today. Which was really we last We should have waited until... Yeah, it was last night. We should have waited until the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, no, but I'm happy about it. So I'm, I'm looking at it as... I, I feel like I'm... So I traded uh, Waller. Uh, what's the first? David? David Waller? First name. Derek. 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 David. Darren Waller. I Darren, knew Derek Darren, felt wrong. Darren. Yeah, Darren. Like, Darren like, Waller. I don't know the guy just traded Who's forward. been fantastic <laughs> this year. I think he's the third. I think he's number three. Yeah, three. Darren's been fantastic. He's yep. been very consistent this year. So, uh, but I feel like I am walking a, a, a high wire act with my wide receivers right now. Sure. I'm relying on a Julio Jones, who is incredible talent, but yep. on the the Falcons are terrible this year. You just never know what's going to happen. Bad offense. Then with Diggs as well, who you never know what's going to happen when Thielen comes back, especially. Yeah. He's had a great three or four weeks back-to-back, which has really helped me. So I was in a position, I'm not really attached to Waller that much. Sure. I am really high on Zach Ertz. So I don't know that I told you that through all this, no. but... Going into the draft, he was you like the cornerstone. To... He was going to be my first pick. Like, I did of remember the things. that. And so, because I, I was really hot. He's not had a great season, he's, but he's still in the top 10. He still has the work and the and the, yes. the, the, the targets and everything. It yeah. just has just panned start, out for, start for some reason. scoring touchdowns. Like, Goddard's big thing. getting the dumb touchdowns yeah. the last two, couple of weeks. Which but... I, I think they're com- the, they'll come. I think uh, the Eagles yeah. will figure their crap out and, and get it together. So, so. I, so I knew for myself, if I want to make a run at the playoffs and win, and win the championship, I've got to start playing big or go home. And yeah. like I threw my bench and everything at uh-huh. the last couple of people I've seen. So like my bench is a little dry and a it's a little low, but a I've got some starting talent that I have not had all year. Right. And so yeah. it'll be nice. And, and I, I don't, I don't think this quarterback change in Cincinnati is a giant deal. We just discussed no. it for Tyler Boyd. He's right. still going to be the guy that gets the yeah. work. So now, um, so really now, my my starts are Tyler Boyd, and I'm of course I'm starting Julio Jones, and now I've got a little bit, a couple more flex options. You do, yeah. Um, I can, you know, I could throw in Diggs there. I could throw in Carlos Hyde if I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I can throw in, you know, couple, Ingram, and, yeah, mm-hmm, that I can flex in there when I need yeah. to. So I feel I feel really good about that trade, um, and I'm and I'm happy about it. Yeah, so, good work. I think it's worked well. Good work. Those were our. Uh, Aaron Corcoran can't trade, won't trade, untradeable trades of the week. Also <laughs> notice the one who has complained about the trades the most this year. Has he made a trade at all? Aaron? No. I don't I, think he's made a trade. I Aaron, comment back at us. I don't think he has. If he's actually made a trade this year. I don't think he has. <laughs> if you're listening currently. If you're currently listening, if you just tuned in, holler back at us. That. You look that up. I'm going to move on to uh, our sits of the week, the microfreeze sit of the week. Um, I'll start while you're looking up that information. My sit of the week this week is Kyler Murray. Hmm. He's in conversations with for rookie of the year. I totally get that. He's been a great play. Uh, he's running into a San Francisco uh defense that is hot right now. They're a playoff. They're a Super Bowl contending team right now. Yeah, they are. Um, they are playing on a big stage. That defense is going to want to show out. His running back situation is not good. They had to make a trade for Kenyon Drake. Um, that That's just a lot of dependency on a rookie against a really good defense. So I don't know that you can depend on him this week. I don't think uh, you can. Definitely not against the San Francisco defense. Yeah, let's Christian talk Kirk's about not your, been really who we thought he would be. Your running back situation is stressed right now. Kenyon Drake is probably going to carry the load, and he's trending down. Like if you look at his last two weeks, I don't. He's not reached over twenty on either twenty points on either. Not of those. to mention, San Fran has the number one defense against yes. running backs, also. So, David, don't start Kyler Murray. I don't think he's going to, and I know that because he's coming after me for Drew Brees. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got the guy. Can yeah. I have him for a minute or two? <laughs> um, so I'm trying. I'm in talks of him right now. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. San Francisco has allowed um, one QB one um, performance. performance. Yeah. Ironically, who do you think that was to? Lamar Jackson, the birthday boy himself. No, Andy Dalton. Andy okay. Dalton. Other than I that, wanted it to be Lamar so bad. Other than that, I mean, let's just talk about this real quick because these are phenomenal numbers, and I'll move on to mine. Sure. 
In week five, they allowed zero fantasy points to the quarterback. In week six, 1.1. In week seven, 3.1. In week eight, 3.3. Cleveland, Rams, Washington, Carolina. They're phenomenal, dude. Yeah. Now, granted, that's their rank. I mean, I mean the, uh, yeah. Whatever. It depends on each week, but my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Um, and so I'll, I'll move on. We, we both picked quarterbacks, kind of the same vein here. I, I went for one that I don't think is like a, well, duh. You know, sure. I, I think it's one that people are legitimately considering. You're sitting across right. the table for me with this player, mm-hmm. and you might you might get in a situation where you might have to. Um, But my microfreeze sit of the week is Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar. Uh, Lamar is playing against the Patriots defense, which, yes, you don't have to be a super in-depth fantasy player to know that the Patriots have a good defense this year. But how well do you know the Patriots' defense? <laughs> Patriots are number two against the quarterback. They average seven points per game to the quarterback position. Yeah, that's unreal. A position that averages in the 20s yeah. for the actual position. Um, th- th- some of the points they've allowed, four points, 2.9. There was a 15-pointer in there, five points. Negative 2.7. Um, <laughs> Sam Darnold seeing ghosts on the field. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, th- this defense has been phenomenal all year, all around, but specifically to the quarterbacks, they've been great. Now, here's the argument I'll make for you for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. The quarterbacks they've faced, Josh Rosen, mm-hmm. Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. That was one of the better weeks. Right. Uh, Washington. Why can I not think of Case Keenum? Giants with Josh. Nope. Not Josh Daniel Allen. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. New York Jets again. With Sam Darnold and then Baker Mayfield, which was one of the better. Right. They haven't seen Lamar yet. Sure. They, they haven't, haven't seen, seen a Lamar a talent. Near sure. Top end quarterback. Yeah. I'm not saying that if you're in a pinch and you're just faced, you're yeah. against the wall and your backup quarterback on your team is not available due to a, an injury or something, yeah. that you can't play Lamar. But you have to play him knowing he is not going to provide you right. what he has all year long. You've yeah. got to set your mindset to a QB2, right. potentially find someone on, on waivers yeah. to stream if you need to. But Lamar's going to be I, – I, I don't play Lamar unless I absolutely have to. Yeah. I mean, I saw him and Ingram play in New England, and I was like, they might as well have just stayed on by. Like, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. not playing Mark Ingram this week. Ingram's going to struggle too. Like, yeah. the, <laughs> the one position that you can affect New England – is the tight end position. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, still, and they they're have pretty good, good against that. Yeah. So I think Mark Andrews might be in for a good a good game. They've allowed more sure. higher finishes yeah. for their t- from against tight ends, but still, they yeah. are phenomenal in almost all positions. And, he, and you mentioned it too. I mean, the only I, I've got Aaron Rodgers on my team as well, and so they just threw a question beside his name for this weekend. So if I have to start Lamar Jackson, I'm definitely not worried about it. Yes. Um, there's a small risk taker part of me that wants to try it and mm-hmm. be bold and do that i just don't know if i'm going to be that dumb right Man, now i mean there's sometimes you just have to stake your flag and when yeah. it works out you're like yes, and i did that i mean here's the thing again i'm on record as saying lamar jackson is going to be this year's patrick mahomes it's pretty darn i am it's pretty darn i close am right on now. and it, and for the most part he's been on track for that yeah so am i going to stick by my word and go, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna plant my flag there and say I'm I'm going, you know, hell or high water kind of deal with Lamar Jackson. I mean, this is the week you find out what right. he is. Yeah. I mean if he can do it against high level yeah. a high level defense like the Patriots, yeah. then he can he's legit. So I love this stat on, that you on got. top yeah, of yeah. that. I came across this and I would give credit if if we had more than five people that listened, but <laughs> is interesting a list of all a list of players at all positions that have scored more fantasy points than the patriots defense Defense. their defense the patriots defense has scored 169 points through week through eight weeks of of games this is the list of players that have scored more than that christian mccaffrey sure dalvin cook yep deshaun watson expect some quarterbacks to be on there surprising russell wilson your your famous lamar jackson Mm mm-hmm Michael Thomas, the yep. number one receiver. Austin Eckler. Sure. And Aaron Jones. That's surprising. That's all. That's it. That is That's all of them. That is it. There There's nobody else. They've scored more points than 
who does that put them over? Some some notable names here. That oh puts them over a Nick Chubb. Puts them over Julio Jones. That puts him over Drew Brees, which he's been out, so that's Drew not fair. Brees has been yeah, out okay, that's not fair. That's not fair. I understand that's not fair. Uh put them over their quarterback. I'm pulling it up right now. Let put them over it. Tom Brady. Put them over uh trying to think of some other we're we're gonna talk yeah, about it real quick. We're gonna talk, yeah, because this is this is actually really fascinating. Um, puts him ahead of of Cooper Cup, number two receiver on the year. Chris Godwin, number yes. three receiver on the year. Yeah. Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb, Mike Evans, Ezekiel Elliott, Julio, Austin Hooper, the number one tight end of the year. Like it's it's phenomenal. These numbers are ridiculous. These numbers don't happen. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. I'm yeah. I'm gonna pull this up because I I wanna I, I clicked the wrong button. I wanna I wanna talk about this here. The Patriots total in the year have um like I just said 169 fantasy points. Mm. 49ers defense. Yeah, a defense you don't play people right. against unless you have to. They have 105. Yeah, they have 60 more points just than the second defense. That's just and then crazy. the third defense, which is the Steelers, is 68 points. Jeez. The Patriots have a hundred. More yeah. fantasy points than yeah. the number three defense on the year. I think something that would be interesting because I I stream defenses. Uh, Same, like, I do so too. I, I stream defenses. That is so real. So I'm curious to look at the amount of points scored against the Miami Dolphins this year. Uh, fantasy points. Yeah. What can... the defenses? You may can look that up here in a minute. But I'm I'm curious because that's what that's been my target. I've been doing kind of doubling up on defenses weeks out, so I know that I've got. The Miami opponent. Um, most time, I think this is the first week that it's worked out to where somebody's already got the Colts, I think, or whoever they're playing. Uh, somebody's already got them, and I wasn't able to pick them up. Oh, the Redskins, I think, playing the Redskins. Um, but so that's that's been kind of my. But I, I mean, like that that strategy has worked well for me um, to see like, okay, this this defense is playing Miami. I'm gonna put them up, and so they've got me ten or twelve points. Um, Every week, but yeah, that's an interesting stat. Uh, talking about the how New England has scored more points than oh. lots of people. We can look that up. And, I'm gonna, and talk I'm gonna about find that it. And we'll week. talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So those are our sits of the week: Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. Uh, really, just don't play anybody against San Francisco and New England. That's true. the moral, moral of the story. Freaking true. Moral of the story there. All right, let's move on to a uh, to a fun section. Fun segment here. I'm excited play, about this. I didn't get to participate in this last we're time. We're going to play a little bit of Would You Rather. Would You Rather. And we're going to do end of, se- end of season, rest of season. All we're gonna, year long. We're going to go through each position minus defense and kickers and give you – we're going to talk about two players and we're going to – we can pick the same one if that happens. But we're going to side with one or the other and explain why. So we'll start with the running back. So for a year long. Thing. For the rest of the season. Who would you rather have? Nick Chubb? I'm listening. Or Le'Veon Bell? Ooh. Why did you... Ugh. I just realized we picked ones that are on, on our teams. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I expressed this at lunch today. Yep. I'm a little concerned about the workload Nick Chubb gets when Kareem Hunt comes back. Sure. Obviously, if we've forgotten, Kareem Hunt got into... Legal trouble yep. got immediately dismissed from the Chiefs. Sure. But the Browns took a shot on him, which yep. still means that yes, after you've served your time, your suspension, and all of the above, we still know you're talented, and we want yeah. you to make us win things. Hmm. Kareem Hunt's talent hasn't gone away in the in the eight weeks he hasn't played football. Nine, however long he's in suspension, I think it's eight twelve right. weeks. But it's going to be interesting to see what type of workload he takes away from Chubb. Now, is Chubb the guy? Yes, 100%. Even even if we're three weeks down the road, all my mind can possibly fathom is some some sort of 70-30 split. Like, I mean, Chubb does all the things that Kareem Hunt does just as good. Like, yeah. Chubb's, what, three on the year? What it, yeah. Like, he's one of the top running he's backs top right five. now. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to come up with a world in which Kareem Hunt comes in and they go, "Hey, this is the guy we wanted." So, you know, take a seat, Chubb, whatever. But I do think because they've used Chubb so 
consistently and worked him as a workhorse through the year that they're going to give him some space. I, I, I conceive you have to say that they're going to get, I don't know, like five to seven touches a game to Kareem yeah. Hunt. You know, they're going to give him some work. And I do think Chubb's value goes down a little, but I still don't think at the end of the year that Le'Veon Bell is going to surpass him. Sure. So I would probably rather have I would probably rather have Chubb just because I think the points fantasy wise are gonna be there. Lev is the talent there? Uh yeah. No one no one's doubting Lev Bell's talent. His schedule is good, but I think throughout the year you're going to have more fantasy points come out of Chubb. Yeah. I you're you're I agree with you for yep. a different reason. Okay. So we remember Kareem Hunt as this all-star, all-stud, you know, burst you know, onto the scene. You're an all-stud. Yeah, all of that, right? That's it, right? But I don't know if you remember. We I said this at lunch too. There was 2017. I'm looking at his stats right here. There he got Andy Reeded. <laughs> okay, so playing for the Chiefs. That's when Alex Smith was the quarterback. 2017. Kareem Hunt came out on the scene. They were this high-powered offense even with Alex Smith. But it was mainly because of Kareem Hunt. They started out, what is that, 5-0, and uh, and then they ran into a little skid here where they ended up, what is it, losing four, five, six out of seven games in the middle of the season. Mm. Okay. His carry count dropped. Okay. Week five, 29 carries, 107 yards, uh, several catches, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Went from that to week six. Nine carries, 21 yards. Week after that, 18 carries, 87 yards. Week after that, went back up to 22, but only 46 yards. That was against a uh, a Denver defense that was actually really good. That was Vaughn Miller has really coming out party, whatever. Next week, nine carries, 37 yards. Next week, 18 carries, 73 yards. All these are losses except for the Denver Denver game. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah. 11 carries, 17 yards, nine carries. So... Well, and then he jumps back up. They go back to win, and they win the last four games of the season, I think, in the making of the playoffs. 25 carries, 24 carries, 29 carries. They, I think they sat him that last game because he had one carry for 35 yards because um, they had clinched the playoff spot, I believe. But my point is yeah, yeah, he does not do well with low carry counts. Cream Hunt does not. Right. He's got a – build that right. he's got to build into it and yeah. then towards the end of the right. game he's worn you down yeah so we can talk all we want to about cream hunt's amazing talent and yada 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 all that other stuff i think there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors with that because we have just seen him as the featured back yeah with no timeshare sure when he started getting less carries he started producing less points and so right I don't think that we're going to see him intrude much on Nick Chubb's carries because I don't know that necessarily Nick needs that many carries to produce what he's been producing. He's in the 15, 18 carry a game range, I think. Um, so yeah, I, I, again, if the question is between Nick Chubb and Levin Bell, I'm 100% taking Nick Chubb. Um, I think like, nothing necessarily against Lev's talent. He's still been a consistent fantasy player this year. However, he's on a really bad Jets offense. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, for me, what I rather, I would absolutely rather have Nick Chubb rest of season, even with the potential of Kareem Hunt coming in and trying to take some of his share load there. So. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So, next. Yep. Um, talk running back. Let's talk receiver. Sure. So. I'll start because you just word vomited and I don't yeah, want to make sorry. you go back into No, no, no. I'm not complaining, but you you need to breathe for a second. Yeah. Also, pause. Miami has allowed a total of 725 fantasy points. Excuse me? 725 fantasy points. Quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, oh, tight oh, ends, oh, and kickers. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. They have allowed, of those 700. positions, 725. The Patriots defense, yeah. 358. Okay. Bro. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And doing Play- that, I did learn that the Patriots are not that great against, you know, the tight end. Yeah. Or Miami is actually pretty good against tight ends. Okay. Well, there you go. So let's go here. Yeah. Receiver. Yeah. For the rest of the year, Andrew, 
I'm looking at would I rather have rest of season Odell Beckham Jr. or Tyler Boyd? I'm going to start since I just gave him two years. That sounds so stupid to be talking it's about. It's gross. Doesn't that sound so dumb? But that's where we are. Man. If you ask this question at the beginning of the year, oh, no you, one hesitates. No, You go, well, duh, OBJ, yeah. he's top five, baby. But OBJ currently on the year... I did, man, I literally just closed the tab like a doofus. OBJ's in like 30-something. Let's find out. He was... He is the wide receiver 29, making him a wide receiver 3 on the year. Um, Tyler Boyd is the 20. Okay? So right now we're looking at about Full a 9. 10 spots higher. 10 spot yeah. difference here. Um, but for me, if I'm looking rest of season, this is about to change. Okay? Because... Dalton's getting the bench. They're pulling in their backup quarterback. We may see something change a little bit. And I don't think this is a change in which Odell becomes this top 12 receiver. Sure. I think this is a change that where Tyler Boyd might potentially become further down right. the line. Right. I don't think so, but that's the only thing that makes sense to me because o- Odell's problem is not him. His talent is there. His right. He's ridiculous. Yep. Odell's problem is Baker Mayfield in this offensive line. Yep. If Baker can't sit there in the pocket for four seconds to throw the ball, Odell can't – he yeah, can't do it time. all. He yeah, can't yeah. do everything. Yep. And so we've seen we, – we talked about this. Baker, Baker hasn't gotten any better since we talked about it earlier in yeah. the year. <laughs> I think we talked about it like around week four or five right. and he had thrown so many interceptions. Baker in week five threw two interceptions. In week three threw three interceptions. And last week he threw one interception and he was sacked five times. Yeah. In that last that three week spans, he's been sacked nine times and he's thrown six interceptions. Baker and the offensive line is the issue. Now I still think Baker has talent. Yeah, I still think right. OBJ has talent. Right. I think if 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 Freddie Kitchens wants to keep his job, he better assess yeah, his offensive line this yeah. off season. Yeah. But if he can get protection to his quarterback to throw the ball, like yeah. you've got a dangerous running back and you've got a good receiving core. Yeah. You have a great tight end who who got injured and went out earlier right. in this year. Like you've got a good team. Yeah. But you've got to give Baker a chance. Yeah. And or he's gonna keep making this mistake. Yeah. So if if I'm if I'm answering the question, if I'm looking down the season, I still would rather have Tyler Boyd because he represents consistency sure. with high upside. Yeah. Boyd's numbers, if you go back and look at it, yeah. are all based without touchdowns. Yep. So Boyd doesn't get those touchdowns, and he's still consistent number twenty. You give him touchdowns, he's you know low end one right. on this on the season. Yeah. So I would much rather have him rest of season. That's exactly where I was about to go with his numbers. I want to play the game. This I is don't... the time of year that you start seeing things to start leveling out, right? Yeah. Beginning yeah. of the se- beginning of the season, people have big games. You know, through week six, week eight, you know, you see some spikes. This is where you start to become consistent. You see the good players be good players. Um, I think Boyd is one of those guys you even look last year, you know, with the worry of A.J. Green coming back. He was great with A.J. Green in the game and even with Andy Dalton throwing to him. So there is zero worry for me. Um, I think if there is worry, I think you said it, I'm more concerned about a drop off with Tyler Boyd, not because of AJ Green coming back, but more because of the quarterback change. That just presents so many questions. Um, but yeah, I've seen nothing in the Browns that has made me believe they're going to turn this around unless they start throwing every play to Odell Beckham, <laughs> and that's just not going to happen. So yeah. I'm totally on board with you there. I think I would take Boyd over Odell as well. Let's move on to tight end. Uh, two names that we thought we wouldn't really even be talking about in this manner. Uh, in the tight end position, uh, which is George Kittle and Zach Ertz. Well, so I, I'm fine putting them together. Right. I think at the beginning of the year we put them in the top five with each other. They were some of the main guys, but talking about them in in this in rest of season context is mm-hmm. is, is different to me. Right. Yeah. Um. I know you just traded for Ertz, and yeah. you. I kind of want to hear your thoughts on this because mm-hmm. Ertz has like a little bit of a rough schedule coming up, and he's. You said he was your guy, so I'd like to hear your opinion of 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 Ertz, um, because I know you have some yeah. reasoning behind there that you may not have shared with me. So, really, oh my gosh, my computer is 
Is it updating? No, it's not. It kept trying to autocorrect something in it. I typed in the name three times. Um, what I meant to say was... Yeah. So here's the thing. You want to take a stab at how many touchdowns Zach Ertz has on the season? He has one. One. He has one touchdown. I know him well. So <laughs> if you're looking at his target count, okay... And again, uh, yeah. you don't get points for target counts. I understand that. I'm totally aware that you can't base think, every decision based off of target counts. But what but target counts tells you is talent opportunity sometimes. trumps talent. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly where I was going with this. So his catch radius or his catch his ratio <laughs> to target catch to target ratio is really out of whack right now. It is. So he's not – I don't know if it's – I haven't really watched them play, but I don't know if it's – Wentz not getting in the ball well. Wentz isn't playing well. He's not doing that. Um, like you said, Goddard's kind of been stealing some of those goal line stuff mm-hmm. that he kind of had last year. Yeah. So it's a weird season. We're halfway through the season at this point. I made the comment with the last two guys. This is the time of year you begin to see the good players be good players and come back yes. in consistency, right? So I think what that means for Zach Ertz is he is still a top Tier uh, uh, tight end, he's a tight end one with yeah. I mean, one, he is. he's with number one, seven, I think, with one touchdown and a reception target ratio, all kinds of out of whack. He's okay, probably oh, had just the a little worst, bit over fifty percent. Yeah, he's probably had the worst beginning to his season that he's had. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yep. he's still a top ten tight end. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sure. So to me, that's. Why I wanted Zach Ertz. Now, back to the question of do you take George Kittle or do you take Zach Ertz the rest of the season? I think for those reasons that I just talked about with he's done what he's done without catching yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff, I'm still I'm still going with Zach Ertz. I think the Eagles turn around. I think especially George Kittle has kind of been a boomer bust a little bit. So I'm looking at some of his numbers. I mean, his, his reception target ratio is actually really good. Um, he also only has one touchdown. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you still see a San Francisco offense that is about to start running the ball down people's throats. I mean, they have. Yeah. Excuse me, they have been all year. Yeah. So, it, and it's not been quite what he should have been. Again, David kept him in whatever. 14. 14th round, which I still have my thoughts about. Um just thinking about the players you potentially passed up on in the 14th round. That hey, up. But anyway, that's, yeah. that's another show. I, I still just think with that, with the defense of San Francisco and the running game that they have, they're going to be able to score a couple points quick, shut the other teams down. And I think Kittle is, is going to continue to get game scripted out of games. So, yeah. So you brought up the main thing I was going to say, and I'm, Rest of season, I want Kittle, and sure. and I'll I'll explain why. But yes, yeah, so Earth's numbers: sixty three targets on the year, thirty seven catches. So it's it's telling you yeah. because of his year and because of history we have on Earth's, this is a misnomer. Yeah, Wentz for is sure. throwing bad passes. Things are happening. Different coverages. This is not typical of no. Zach Ertz. Yep. But if you look at Kittle, he has. 15, 14 less targets. He has 49 targets yep. at 40, 40 catches. <laughs> yeah. Like his, his catch rate is, it, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Like that's much better than 50%. You're yes. looking at up, what is that? 85, yeah. upper 80, something like that. Yeah. I'm not great at math, but the, yeah, still only one touchdown. Here's why I take George, George Kittle. Mm-hmm. Zach Ertz's schedule. Sure. Chicago, bye. New England, Seattle, Miami, yay! What's the one thing Miami's good against? Tight ends. Uh, New York Giants, that's a great game. Washington, and then Dallas, whatever. His his uh, his his fantasy playoffs, okay, good matches. Yeah. Like as long as you're getting there. So think in my mind of mm-hmm. why I'm thinking of moving Ertz is yeah. I have to win now to yeah. get there. I can't count like, on my playoff matchups yeah. right now. Sure. Um, so that's kind of where my head's been at recently. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kittle doesn't have the easiest schedule in the world, but he's playing at Arizona. Arizona's literally the worst against yeah. tight ends. So this week, David, congratulations. Kittle's going to go <laughs> off. Um, Arizona, Seattle's got an okay defense. He goes right back to Arizona. Uh, Green, Green Bay, Baltimore, which is not the defense that they have been in past years, especially not against tight ends. 
New Orleans, okay, Atlanta, like, so he has a great playoff matchup, uh, great fantasy playoff matchups, and some pretty good weeks. This That's really right. the only reason I lean to Kittle. Um, Points-wise, they're not they're not, they're super, not that far off. They're not that yeah. far off of each other, sure. and they're both sitting at one touchdown. So I, I, I agree. I, I like them both. I think they both have potential. But I think if you're weighing all these things together, Ertz is still the better tight end to me. Sure. So at rest of season, you'll go? I would go Kittle for the rest of the season. Okay. Okay. That's good. And right. it's it's mostly because of that yeah. schedule. It's more, just it's going to be rough for Ertz for a couple right. weeks. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll roll with Ertz with that one. So. Ertz. Let's go to the last uh, position here that we're going to talk about with quarterbacks. Again, two quarterbacks that have had kind of odd starts to the season. They have. Um, yeah. Mahomes has not been the Mahomes of last year, which is something I think we both kind of predicted. I think it's all the State Farm commercials. Yeah, yeah, them, them doing things together. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, rest of season, would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers? So, I think this question is... is this question is only applicable like now. At the beginning of the year, those guys to me are pretty much a toss up. Sure. You may have people lean to Mahomes because of the new system that Rodgers is in. Right. Um, and I, he showed that at the yeah. beginning of the year. Right. Um, Mahomes has been pretty freaking consistent all year, and and and, and Rodgers hasn't. That's that's most of this beginning of the year that's been weird. Yeah. Rodgers is just not throwing for a lot of yardage and throwing or getting sacked left and right. He, I mean, interception wise, he's only thrown two on the year. So he hasn't been bad there. Um, but the touchdowns just weren't there. The yardage wasn't there for Rogers at the beginning of the year. I think around week four, you start to see it click. It's a loss, but it's 34, 27 loss against Philly that he just had his coming out party, 422 yards and two touchdowns. You were like, Hey, there he is. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he also threw 53 pass attempts. So at yeah. the same time, you were like, do we really have him back or not? Right. So for Rodgers, I just think he's been up and down. Um, but I think he started to level out. Yeah, he definitely entered in the, the MVP talks, too. Yeah. Over these past couple weeks. Mahomes, obviously, we're, we're wanting him back. You know, they're not going to rush their franchise guy back. They're sure. just not. They can win without him. Um, so I think we're going to get uh, Mahomes back here shortly, if not this week, then next week. Um, but Mahomes has a couple rough matchups coming up. New England, Denver, Chicago, uh, Tennessee, Minnesota. Yeah. Um, I hate to always like lean to, to schedule, but sure. I mean, those are teams that are very good. I mean, just in general as NFL defenses, but yeah. fantasy-wise, that are very good against yeah. quarterbacks. Um, and and Rodgers... Some of the same people on there. He's got San Francisco. He's got Minnesota. Um, he he does have Chicago in your in your fantasy playoffs. I I'm still I still think I have to lean to Mahomes. I think Mahomes still has the mobility and and the the running aspect that scares mm-hmm. the crap out of you and just the ability to throw the ball anywhere whenever he feels yeah. like it. I think as long as Mahomes is healthy, I have to go with him for the rest of the season. Yeah. So I I'm gonna disagree. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers on this. Bring it on. I think for a lot of the reasons you mentioned about him, I'm leaning a little bit more into. Sure. Um, Schedules are schedules. No, you don't base things off of that. But the name of the game is would you rather. Yeah. And you have the option here to go, do I want to play somebody who has a decent schedule coming up or somebody who's got a tough schedule coming up? Those are the options. Those are the options there. So I, I totally get the Mahomes call there. Biggest thing with me with Mahomes is the injury. This stuff. You think it's going to linger? I don't. It just can. You know what I mean? And even for the mobility issues you were talking about, uh, that's that's my worry. Is 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 it the potential of him being so mobile, him re-injuring something? It's just always that possibility there. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers and that offense seems like it's clicking without Devontae Adams. True. Which is super scary to think about. And you saw at the beginning of the year with Devontae, it wasn't clicking. It wasn't clicking. Now that Aaron's got it and is is thinking and knows where to throw, you throw a, a talented receiver like that back in the mix whenever he comes back. Sure. Scary. It Aaron, it can yeah. be scary. So the I think game is doing well too. I think I think you know schedules aside. I think 
I think I'm I'm going Rodgers on the uh, the rest of the year. I don't so. necessarily think you can go wrong with either two. No, of course not. But yeah, of course not. You're yeah. We're talking here. Oh, would you rather take uh, you know the number four or the number five? It's like oh, well, that's I, yeah, fine. yeah. It's like there's other, not a wrong answer. Some of the other ones were a little tougher, but yeah. sure. Yeah, with both does. That's all the time we have for today's show. That's true. Where are we putting the nachos today? There, there. For me, this is a nacho two. Okay. This is not a top tier nacho. Yep. But it's one I won't kick out of bed. You know, I like I, I think he's my Tyler Boyd of nachos. Okay, like he's that's gonna fair. get the job yeah, yeah, yeah. done. Yeah. But he's not necessarily gonna yeah. he's not gonna score the touchdown. I would have liked to have seen a little more effort on Choo Choo Barbecue's part. Yeah. Like they could have put a little more effort into the nachos. Yeah. They have such great barbecue. The case on there was it great. Was the delicious. chips were good. Delicious. Throw some pico on that guy. Yeah. You know, throw yeah. throw a little bit of maybe some Make salsa. It colorful. Yeah, maybe some black. Not salad lettuce. No. Maybe some shredded, shredded lettuce. lettuce would like, be probably like the more. To. Yeah, there you go. Throw you know, throw on or some get black, lettuce black off beans. altogether because it doesn't belong that's, to nachos. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair point. I happen <laughs> to like lettuce, but that's fine to each their own. So strong, strong nachos too. There, you know, I think it's a nacho too. And by yep. the end of the year, we're gonna have fourteen ish, thirteen yeah. types of nachos. We'll yep. give you a top. We got. Year. We got to get down to UJ University uh, one at some I point. I know. We, we got to figure that out. that out. We've we've had lots of people ask us about that. So. We'll also take recommendations. Yeah, we so. do. So if y'all know us and want to text us or stop us at some point and say, hey, you guys should go here and I want to hear what you think. Yeah, international listeners, <laughs> hit us up on our hotline, which we'll give you after the episode I, ends. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Uh, as always, be good owners. Mm talk respond to my trade respond Lucas. to trades uh just text us back you know that kind of stuff <laughs> i should be content after you know let's just let's just, just be a good friend like just, just be a good, friend. Just, just be a good, be a friend. good person just be a good person and just text us back but uh anyways thanks for listening and until next time goodbye